Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The joy of uh, distance, distance broadcasting. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh my God, how do I sound? Um, do I need to be louder. We'll do some on air production and yeah. tell people why in a moment. Yeah, so you're a little hot for me, but that's fine. Oh, okay. You're How's a little that? hot for me. <laughs> Say something again. How's that? And Holly, if you can mute your phone. Okay. So here's what's going on on the Colleen and Bradley show. Bradley yeah. is broadcasting from a closet in his attic. It's the first time I broadcast from a closet since I was a kid. Look at that. I um, used to do that in the closet, oh, figuratively the, and literally. The memories. The memories. Bradley used to take his Fisher-Price uh, radio set into his closet and do his own little radio show, and now you're reliving history. Um, Bradley is broadcasting at home for the... Mm-hmm. Um, for the uh, until, until he's done. Yeah, and until I'm, I'm done. And I'm at the studio, so we're all just in different <laughs> new places. Yes. <laughs> but this is How the exciting. first time we've been together for a week and a half. So Yeah, no, I, I was on vacation, which is why I'm staying home now, so that um, we keep everybody safe. And so I'll be broadcasting from home. Um, but I was, it's because I was in Florida. I went to see, um, I went to see uh, my mother. Yeah. And in fact, I'm going to let you talk, Colleen, because I need to turn down my mic. Okay, cool. So uh, that's where Bradley's been. Uh, Holly and I hung out with you all last week. Bradley did the morning show from his closet in his attic the last couple days. And now he's with us. And so that's where we all are right now, trying to keep everybody safe and healthy. And we hope that you all at home are health- safe and healthy yourselves. Um, but I'm just so glad to see you because, Bradley, there's a whole lot of stuff that we have not gotten the opportunity to talk about because you've been off the show. And one of those things is what is going on with Ellen DeGeneres? So we probably could have seen this coming from a mile away because very early in quarantine, um, there was a person on the Twitters who started a conversation with people who worked on the Ellen show or had encounters with Ellen where they were sharing their stories of what an awful, terrible person Ellen DeGeneres was. And so we, I mean, we pulled up a bowl of popcorn and and sat there and, and looked and, uh, and read through a lot of stories from employees. Well, it's just ballooned from there. 
And uh, now we have more allegations from more employees coming forward and actually such that they have opened an actual investigation uh, internally on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, so I'm going to talk now and let me know if I need to go up or down, you guys. But yes, yeah, so I don't know if you saw this BuzzFeed article. Did you guys talk about this at all? The dozens of former Ellen Show employees saying that executive producers were engaging in rampant sexual misconduct and okay, harassment. So this part is new. So tell me, uh, tell me about that. Because up until this point, what we've talked about on our show is essentially just the people who have come forward and, and talked about... Um, kind of just what a jerk she is, which I said, you know, listen, nobody can be so nice all the time, right? We all have our bad moments. But when it comes to a point where there's abuse or cruelty to the people you're employed by or you employ, then we have a conversation. And that's where we were in the conversation. This sexual misconduct is new, at least yeah. on our show. Yeah. Um, and to me, as I sort of was digging into the story, it seemed that you've got the Ellen is a, a difficult person to work for or is, you know, there's the whole Ellen is toxic. Ellen is a horrible person. That kind of there have been a lot of rumors about that mm -hmm. in the air. And on this show, we talk about blind items and those blind items have been going back for what? I mean, I mean probably as long years. As we've been talking about blind items. Yeah. And so but, you know, that's kind of sat in the world of of. um gossip and innuendo but now and slowly but surely you saw these stories sort of snowball but then there's this whole other experience which actually in an odd way has provided ellen an opportunity that um misdirects or changes the focus away from the other conversation about her being a hard person to work for right mm -hmm. because she can blame these head writers um this executive producer in particular who engaged in all sorts of disgusting behavior and i was reading through the story and I was like oh my god how was this going on for so long and how did this environment especially post me too have the ability to to continue and you know essentially thrive in this space but that that opened a whole new chapter yeah. to this particular story um, so you're right it has opened a whole new chapter to the story and uh and and I, I forgot that one of the other things that we had talked about was Ellen's apology, which essentially tried to absolve her of any involvement with it. But the truth is, she's associated. I mean, her name is on the show. And as it trickles down, that is partly her responsibility. Oh, it's, it most definitely is. I mean, your name is on the show. You're responsible for the culture, the corporate culture. And also, it's it's Ellen, right? So there's this added layer of scrutiny that, you know, people are like, you're being so unfair to Ellen. She's just a person. Yeah, but remember, Ellen is not just a person. She's not just a celebrity. She is the celebrity who has made her name being what? Nice. Mm -hmm. All about and kindness. So, Right. So it's all about kindness. It's all about dancing, being happy, not taking life too seriously and including everyone in a conversation that that is not just a gimmick. If it is a gimmick, um, it's going to come out at some point, because right. if anything, if we've learned anything since the Me Too movement, uh, we know that 
if you are behaving one way behind the scenes, the the world has changed such that we don't really have a lot of patience for sort of looking the other way and pretending that our stars are one thing when they're really not. Mm-hmm. And the heightened scrutiny and the way that social media has changed, and I'm just sort of throwing a lot of things together and conflating things, so I apologize. But um, it it's just to say that she can't afford to be anything other than who she is right now in this moment and pretending that she's something that she's not is just clear to all of us, right? right? Like, right. we'll all see it. So you might as well just be who you are. So uh, there was a rumor the other day. Now, this is interesting because I'd like to get your hot take on this. There was a rumor the other day that floated around that uh, James Corden was, had his eye on taking over the Ellen Show mantle. Yeah, was that real? Because I couldn't tell if that was just like Twitter uh rumor and innuendo or if there was some actual reporting behind that i don't story. think there's any actual reporting behind that but it, it's worth a conversation for two reasons number one the ellen show is not like the tonight show right the tonight show is called the tonight show and uh the host can be swapped in or out right so it's yep. the tonight show with jay leno now it's yep. the tonight show with jimmy fallon The Ellen show is the Ellen show, as in Ellen is the host of that show. So move that over, right? So that that is all well and good. But the next conversation is, why is it that we, because we follow blind items, would be amused at the idea, at the notion of James Corden being the one to take over for Ellen DeGeneres, who was too evil to keep her show? It's because... We've heard that James Corden is also a real pain in the... Uh. I know. That's that's sort of the ridiculous thing. Like, we've heard these stories about James Corden, and I will tell you, if past his prologue, when it comes to Ellen and rumors about her, we have every reason to believe that the rumors on some level about James Corden are true. Right. So, you know, to think that he's just going to bebop over into her slot. Um, also... Wow, that just sounded real dirty. <laughs> Well, and very not likely (laughs) for a number of reasons. I'm going to move away from that. Good idea. Um, um, Where was I? Oh, James Corden. Yes. Oh, also, why would... It's Ellen. Ellen is a brand. Right. So you can't just like... Take over her brand. Stick somebody else in there. Yeah, Right. exactly. You can't stick somebody else in her brand. That's... Yeah. In any case, this story has only just begun. We will only continue to uncover um, more stories about Ellen and the climate of The Ellen Show. I did read another headline. I did not read the whole article, so I'm confessing that right now. But, you know, she has a DJ on set. Now it's uh, a guy by the name of Twitch who was made famous on So You Think You Can Dance. But prior to that, she had another uh, DJ, and he has come forward and basically said, yeah, there was some tension on the set. And so it's not as though it's not as though we've heard all the stories that there are to hear. And it's not as though some of those stories are going to be really detailed and full of allegations. They may just be accounts of people who felt maybe mistreated or felt attention on the show. But the story has only just begun. Um, So, you know, get your popcorn Put your feet up and watch it unravel. Well, at the very least, we're all treated to um, a drama that otherwise is not able to be produced right now as a television show because pandemic. Right. 
Thank you. Exactly. And <laughs> maps. Maps. And such as. Such as. When we yeah, come, the, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, you guys. Nice to hear your voices today. And yours as and well. Yours as, well. as every day. Bradley, welcome. Thank you, you been for here the last few having days. me. <laughs> I know. I've been gone. I know. I'm happy you're back. Um, okay. I got to talk about Ellen's show. Okay. So the latest here with Ellen DeGeneres is that Tony Okamboa, who DJed more than 1,600 episodes yes, of the Ellen DeGeneres show, is speaking out. And don't you Uh-oh. wonder what he has to say? Yes. Because yes. think about somebody who was really involved in the show and there for the behind the scenes and probably had a relationship with Ellen and also the rest of the staff. Here's what Tony has to say uh, on Instagram. He said, hey, guys, I hope you're all keeping safe out there during these trying times. I've been getting calls asking me about the Ellen DeGeneres show, and I would like to address the time I spent there. He said, while I am grateful for the opportunity it afforded me, I did experience and feel the toxicity of the Mm -hmm. environment, and I stand with my former colleagues in their quest to create a healthier and more inclusive workplace as the show moves forward. I'm so glad that you brought this story because Mm -hmm. I did see this headline and I tried to tell the story as though I'd read more than the headline and I admitted I'd only read the headline. (laughs) Um, But that does tell you a story. When you hear somebody who is not employed there any longer, but just saying like, yep, yep, it was not at all... Sunshine and roses behind the scenes. And it's been, um, he was there for a long time. He was there from 2003 to 2006, and then again from 2007 to 2013. So he took a little hiatus, came back, and then went on to pursue a career in acting. And, um, of course, Ellen has come under fire. And I just keep seeing people I know who work in L.A. in the entertainment industry posting, like, uh, yeah, everybody knew this. I mean, Everybody knows this. Well, and it's to the point. It's and it's not like I think the thing that 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 um, makes some people trepidatious about speaking out is that it sounds like people think it's bullying. It's it's not. It's just it's the reality of the toxic environment. And to say it was an open secret, that's not saying anything you, about Ellen as a human. Um, it's not bullying to say that. If that is a that is a human experience Mm -hmm. and Ellen has an opportunity right now here to be uh, introspective about her role in that. The reason it's an open secret and not something people were talking about before is because the people who were affected by this, and I've been thinking a lot about this in the context of Bon Appetit because I just listened. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Knew a whole conversation about that workplace environment. The people who had legitimate criticisms who would otherwise be speaking out about them and raising those issues had no power in the organization. Right. Mm-hmm. And therefore felt you know, were clearly afraid for their job. Um, or, you know, I mean, you can just totally imagine it. If if you felt like you couldn't speak freely, um, then you had to talk out of the sides of your mouth because otherwise you'd be afraid, you know, for your job. Well, and I think every workplace has like great times when the culture is great and times when the culture isn't as great. Right. right? I mean, there's right. an ebb and flow to that relationship. It's like a family. Right. I mean, you can think of times in your home when things are really great and then times when they're not and you're going through trying times or maybe you have people that are you know, going through things on their own and causing problems. But this is a pretty consistent this is these are consistent conversations about not mm-hmm. only the workplace culture, but then also Ellen in general. And not only that, the people who are speaking out, there is a reason why they would keep people would keep it secret. Also, specifically, I'm thinking of celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a reason why people like Katy Perry or Scooter Braun are speaking out um in favor of Ellen because they get something from her Mm -hmm. because it helps them to further their own platform. Of course. And and you know what? Maybe there's truth to it too, that they didn't experience the toxicity. Right. You know, because yeah, it's just like what we learned from the Me Too movement. Right. It was, you know, like look back at, look back even as far as like Greta Van Susteren saying from Fox news that she never experienced, she never experienced anything that was bad about Roger Ailes, right? Like Roger Ailes, it, he was always professional. It was nothing. Well, just because you had that experience with that person doesn't yeah. mean that that invalidates what other people's exactly. experience was. Exactly. Right? So and- you could say, my experience has always been positive. That being said, I always support I support people coming forward if there are workplace toxicity issues that need to be right. dealt with. Right. And let's know. also address that to Katy Perry because she pulled that move, I don't know, what, yesterday or the day before? Yes. She's like, well, Helen has been nothing but great to me and yeah. she's positive. And it's like, nobody's arguing that. Yeah. Right. That she was nice to some people. Nobody's for saying sure. she's a troll. Right. You also like, didn't work for her, Katy Perry. Right. Yeah. Right. Except you were a peer. Yeah. You, you know, you're not a person who uh, was on the on the dole. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ellen DeGeneres, the headline today from People Magazine is that she was crushed by the show scandal, but is determined to fix things. She's personally going to be invested in making sure those things are properly changed. I, I would don't like know. to hear her actually actually address things yeah. and take responsibility yeah i'm not i'd be interested in that conversation oh it's a bummer it is a bummer well it's this is why okay bradley says some bradley has a quote to quote bradley <laughs> everybody will let you down that's true <laughs> yeah everybody wouldn't you will. rather wouldn't you rather and i just had this experience recently wouldn't you rather somebody do give you the favor of letting you down so that you can address what's going on in front of you and and live by your own, you know, 
by your own character. Mm-hmm. That's true. Everybody morals, you love right? has let you down. Just a newsflash. It's true. I mean, true. that's why we have Otherwise therapists. Otherwise, you don't love them, probably. Right, mm-hmm. probably. Kim and Kanye are holed up in an island fortress to avoid the paparazzi. So they jumped on a private jet with their kids. They flew to a tropical island outside the country. Mm-hmm. They are photographed everywhere they go, but they are trying, apparently, to make things right. There's radio silence on how the vacation is going. TMZ usually hears everything about this stuff. And they're hearing nothing now, but they are speculating that this could be the final test on the marriage. They've I have a conspiracy contact. theory. I, of course, have a conspiracy. Ooh, what is it? I don't even think they're in the same uh, building together. Oh. Um, I think that this is all about the optics of, as you've said in the past, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. Kim appearing as though she's done everything. Yeah. I would the like save to just the marriage out- vacation never works. I would just like to point out that Elizabeth, now we are quoting Elizabeth. <laughs> right? On a story like this, which means our work here is done. Yeah, thank you. Because Elizabeth is doing our work for us and leading us in directions. You turned me into you. You're right about You're that. You're welcome. That Save the Marriage Vacation doesn't work. Look at Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari. Uh, they did their Save the Marriage Vacation. It did not work. They came back and got divorced. And then now she stunned mm-hmm. the world by posting a photo of her and Steven. From Laguna Beach, remember? Dun, dun, dun. And she was like 20, 2004 or 2020. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, that was a great dirt alert. Thank you so much. Thanks, Elizabeth. When we come back, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers back. Hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? We have Jane. Jane is on the line, and what is Jane playing for? Jane is playing for one of these. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Yay. Oh, it's so nice to be back in the swing of things. Isn't okay, Jane, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I sure am, but this is the hardest game on the radio. <laughs> well, you are just the person to you, play it. Yes, you are. All right, Jane, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. What kind of animals are the cartoon characters Ren and Stimpy? Oh, it's a rat and a... I love that show. The past. Who is Princess Leia's only hope? Oh, man. Pass. Manchester United is what kind of sports team? <laughs> no clue. Maddie Ziegler became famous on what reality show? You guys have the hardest game show of all. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, well, Jane, thank you so you much. Gave it your best. Yes, thank you for playing the 30 second pop culture challenge today. Hey, you can play the hardest uh, game on the radio again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, Let's go back and answer the questions she did not get correct. That was delightful. Uh, (laughs) Okay, Jane, uh, she did not get any of them. So we start at the beginning. What what kind of animals 
are the cartoon characters Ren and Stimpy. They would be a cat and a dog. Who is Princess Leia's only hope? Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Did you say Kenobi. Kenobi? Did I? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Manchester United is what kind of sports team? That would be soccer. And uh, Maddie Ziegler first became famous on what reality show? Dance Moms. That's a deep dive. I always forget that that's where she came from, which oh, is yeah. so weird, especially with the other things that show spun off. Right. What right? do you think? Um, what do you think of when you think of Maddie Ziegler? Sia? I just think of Sia. The Sia yeah. video. Yeah. Yep. What is the name of Katy Perry's upcoming album? Smile with a lowercase i. And now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, got some hot celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Welcome back, Bradley. It's been so long. I miss these, you guys. I know. (laughs) Well, try this one on for size. Here's our first one. One of the bigger YouTube stars on the planet is not only a huge drug dealer, but also distributing porn with unknowing participants. <gasps> Jojo Ew. Siwa? Stop it. No, that's got to be Jake Paul. Yes. Yes, thank you. Now, Jojo Siwa... Jojo <laughs> Siwa. How dare you besmirch I know, I'm her so rude. She has virginity. a boyfriend now, by the way. Oh. Um, I saw some headline about that. Is that real? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, well, that's cute. wonderful. Right. I hope that they, uh, well, they probably can't hold hands because we're not really doing that oh, right no, now. Oh, no, they're laying in bed together. Oh. I mean, Ooh. in the TikToks. Oh. I know. Well, let me fill in the blank on this one. One of the bigger YouTube stars on the planet, that would be Jake Paul, is not only a huge drug dealer, but also distributing porn with unknowing participants. Huh. Now, that explains why the FBI would be searching his residence. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah, you missed the Dirt Alert update. Yeah, because, you know, we were doing things. But, yes, the Dirt Alert update, the news today is that the FBI has raided Jake Paul's Calabasas, California home. And we don't know why. Well, I think we we do now. It's hilarious because as you were just about to tell me that, Siri interrupted me, so I didn't hear anything you just said. that was rude. But I'll take your word for it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We'll move on. Technology's fun. Yay! The future is now. Is now. Here we go. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Colleen and Bradley solved this. I think it's going to be pretty easy. Oh, good! The one named talk show host got a ringing endorsement from the same former A-list mostly movie actress mm. who has adored working with the child molesting director and actor over the years. Oh, we forgot to even talk about this. That will make it all better. Ellen. Ellen. And. And. Diane. Diane Keaton. Keaton. Oh, so let me fill in the blank. So, oh, good. Ellen got a ringing endorsement on Instagram from Diane Keaton, who, by the way, has adored working with Woody Allen over the years. That will make it all better. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I just don't really. I don't feel like that's the the one that you want to endorse you. You know, because we are consultants, essentially, for celebrities, and they should hire us. Right. Like, Thank you. When this whole radio thing moves to a higher plane, and we are looking for work, Colleen, you and I, I think, could easily be hired by celebrities and should try to, you know, advertise for the services. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's so obvious. So obvious. It's so obvious. That in this moment, 
if you if you want to support your friend, there's a way to do that without sounding completely tone deaf and making yourself look complicit somehow in the behavior that's going on. Right. 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 I mean, one option is to just shut up. But the other option is if you, you can say, like, I am, you know, I, I am, I don't know, what's the word? Not horrified, but I am disappointed to hear about these stories. And I hope that the people who need to be heard are being heard. Um, and I am a friend of this person and I wish them all the best or something. I just think there's a, an artful way to do this without having to look like a boo. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. Apparently during their marriage, this celebrity doctor in quotation marks didn't tell his wife the true value of that huge deal he signed within the last decade, just in case they did split. Huh. Wait, a celebrity doctor? In quotation marks. So think about that. Uh, Doctor. Dr. Phil? No, not Dr. Phil. But good guess, because that's who I thought at first. And then I was like, oh, yeah, okay, it's so obvious. I mean, Dr. Seuss? No, to both of us. Okay. Whatever you just said, both well, of you Well, because Dr. Oz, he's like a real He's like doctor. a real doctor. Yeah, so he's the, a legit the doctor. thing is the thing that's making me... Think about somebody... Now, the doctor is solely a stage name. Oh, Dr. Feelgood? No. <laughs> doctor, doctor... No. Who? <gasps> no. Doctor Doc who? Think about it. A doctor... In the laboratory that's called a music production studio. Dr. Luke. Oh, Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke? No. Dr. Dre? Yes. Oh! So let me fill in the blank for you. Apparently during their marriage, Dr. Dre didn't tell his wife the true value of the deal between Beats Headphones and Apple. Yeah, just in case they split up. Because the headline is, is that his wife is saying... That their prenup was no good. And she is saying that Dr. Drade lied about the true value of his net worth. Yikes. By, you know, he shaved off a couple hundred million dollars from that. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> Holy so, bucket. So that he wouldn't have to pay her as much money when they split up, which he apparently thought was inevitable. Okay. I need to go back and understand the whole um, headphone thing because I want. I bet that's a fascinating story. How that all came how the to be. Beats thing came to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is a documentary about the co-founder of Beats, Jimmy Iovine, and that gets into the story about the Beats headphones. But it is kind of sanctioned by them, so you're not going to get yeah. the real dirt, 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 oh. dirt on that. You're not going to get like the Fire Festival dirt. Yeah, you're not going to get the Fire Festival dirt. But interesting nonetheless. Which, oh my gosh! By the way, sorry to take us really quickly off topic, but kind of on topic. Did you see that? Um, that the I think like the U.S. Marshal is auctioning off Fire Festival paraphernalia. Yes, I did see some sort of like government entity was doing that. What can you actually get? I though, don't know. I'm looking this up right now because I saw that and I was like, that is. You can get T-shirts. Interesting hats. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's kind Coins. of kind of genius. But you're not getting like bottled water, right? Wasn't that like no. the thing? Like they had no. no. Uh, you can get a fire festival token. It's currently sitting at seventy-two dollars. You can get some 
sweatpants. Yeah, joggers. For $155. Who wants $155? Well, that's just the bid. The closing These of the These are just memorabilia collectors, presumably. Yeah. I mean... You don't feel like there's a legit fire festival collector out I, there. You know what I really would do, honestly? Because I do think there's something funny about the idea of walking around with a fire festival shirt, right? That's true. Like, you can just make one. Yeah. I would say do a knockoff <laughs> or puff paint, you know? Yeah. Puff paint. <laughs> Because it's 1990. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little reboot or get the boot. A famous show from our youth is talking reboot. And it's not just talk. It's actually (laughs) in the works. I'll tell you what it is. And we'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's back. Hi. Hi. Uh, and we have uh, an old... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. TV show that's talking about coming back. And uh, whenever this happens, we do a little segment called Reboot or Get the Boot. Reboot. Get the boot. I'm anxious to What's tell back, you man? Who's the boss? What? Yeah, this is for realsies. Um, Moner? Not Moner. She's oh, that's right. no oh. longer with us. She's passed on to the church eternal. However, Deadline is reporting this is not just a rumor. This is actually in development. And it would star the original stars, Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano. They, uh, the, okay, do you want to know a little bit more about the premise before we go any further? Yeah, so, you know, for listeners who maybe are under a certain age or somehow maybe over a certain age or somehow missed the sort of iconic 80s television show, Who's the Boss? That was like instrumental in our, well, for you and I particularly, because yeah. we were kids yep. at the time that the characters, Alyssa Milano and Danny Pintoro, were kids. So the the premise of the original show was that Judith Light played like an ad executive, I believe. And um, she was a single mother of a son named um, Jonathan, who was played by Danny Pintaro. And uh, they placed an ad for a new housekeeper. And to their wonder, a uh, New Yorker by the name of Tony played by Tony, Tony. Tony Danza, showed up on property. It was a live-in housekeeper position. Showed up on property for his interview with his daughter, Samantha, in tow. And wouldn't you know it, first of all, of course, like we have to go over the folly over and over again of a male housekeeper. What? Oh, that's so unusual. It's so strange. And a working gal. Like, she was the, you know... She was the man, he was the woman. Exactly. Oh, the role reversal. Anyway, then it's all about them growing up together, you know, in this in this situation. And then um Catherine O'Hara, who you no, not Catherine O'Hara, sorry. Catherine, Catherine Helmond played Mona, Angela's mom, Judith Light's mom, and she sort of lived on the property too, but you know, was always meddling. And she was sort of like the sexy older woman, which yep. again, 
keep in mind, you know, that character was highly unusual to have a sexy older woman. I mean, the Golden Girls was happening at the same time, but Mona was really on a different level. She She was was very Blanche Devereaux. And they definitely were pushing the envelope in a lot of different ways. And it was really kind of groundbreaking TV in that regard. But also, um, my daughter and I went back and started to watch it. And like the setups and the, you know, the the joke, the one-liner jokes. I mean, it's so pat. It's hilarious. Any who'sy whatsy, the new the new version would star the original stars, Alyssa Milano and Tony Danza. Uh, they would be playing their original roles. Um, it would focus on 30 years after the original Who's the Boss. Um, Samantha's grown up, and she's a single mother. She's living in the same house as the original series. And the new take will explore generational differences as well as opposing worldviews and parenting styles within the dynamic of a modern family in 2020. So far, Judith Light and Danny Pintaro are not slated to appear as of yet, but they are apparently supportive of the new uh, series. Well, Judith, I mean, Judith is a working actress. Mm -hmm. I don't think that Danny Pintaro necessarily Uh, is, but I mean. He's not. He's living in Austin, and he is a vet tech by day and a karaoke host by night. I know that because I looked it up and watched a video about it. um, But what I will say is that doesn't preclude them from including him in like a cameo. And Judith Light, I mean. You know, her she just might not want to come back to something like this. You right. know, her career has sort of taken off in a way. Did she ever get nominated for her role in Transparent? I feel like she did. I feel like she won. Didn't I, she win? I don't think she won. Okay, I'm looking it up. Hold on. But I think maybe a Golden Globe. Anyway, I know that she has taken her career in a direction probably a little different than she would like even for a remake um, of Who's the Boss. Yeah. You know, clearly the series will maybe have a little more serious note because you don't really do slapstick uh, sitcoms anymore. Yeah, I, I, and that'll be what I'll be curious to see is how is the writing changed? How has the, um, yeah, like how have they changed or how have they moved that concept forward to 2020? If indeed it goes forward. I mean, yeah. at this point, you know, they're saying it's in development. I don't know how far it's been developed. Um, okay, so are you in the reboot or the get the boot camp? Oh, I'm all in for reboot. I Why not? I kind of am too. Um, I want to at least see it. Now, what we don't know is uh, what network this is they're, they're gunning for. But it, the original, of course, debuted on ABC in 1984. Um, she won all sorts of Emmy. Like, uh, Oh, wait, that's One Life to Live. Who's the boss? Okay, so she didn't win an award for Who's the Boss. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm not entirely surprised. Honestly, the acting in that show was not top shelf. It really <laughs> was true. very, she... like, cabaret style. Like, you know, set them up and knock them down. And then the studio audience laughs. I mean, you know, it's like they knew their beats. Um, it just... But but there were parts of it that were so full of heart. Like, I do recall as a child being sort of, je- not jealous, but like enamored with the relationship, the friendship that Tony and Angela had. Now, yeah. spoiler alert, in, in later, the, the part of what made that show work was the sexual tension between yeah. the two of them, right? Because they would flirt with each other, but they never, you know, broached the that deal. subject until the until... end. Yeah, until they did. 
Um, but you know, shirtless, it would be like shirtless Tony Danza in his sweatpants, uh, vacuuming the curtains, you know, and, 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 you know, there, there just was enough sexual tension to make that show work. And I'm curious to see, like I said, how they propel it forward. I remember not loving it as much as the kids got older and as they did have a relationship between Tony and Angela. Um, yeah, like any yeah. you know sitcom, it, it sort of ran its course. I did just want to circle back and let you know she did not win an award for, or maybe you already looked this up for Transparent, but she was nominated. Um, she was nominated for several awards, including a Golden Globe. For she that, role. that that role was made for her. Oh, that was such a uh, I can't. I'm yeah, still mourning the loss well, of that show. It's because we can't have nice things. I know, I know, I but hate who's to be the, the boss man? Maybe it's just. Maybe it's just because I'm here for a more nostalgic moment in a way that we weren't maybe last year because the world was our oyster and literally we could be so like mm-hmm. picky and choosy about our TV. Now we're just like, give me something. Anything. I will yes. take anything. Um, well, that is happening, uh, or at least it's in development. So we may have that to look forward to when we come back. On the Colleen and Bradley show, one thing we haven't gotten a chance to talk about since Bradley was gone is Prince Andrew, Ghislaine Maxwell, this massive trove of documents that's been dumped. That's Um, nasty. It's nasty. We're going to dig into those when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 